This is Witness Radio with Ryan Muniak, where you learn biblical evangelism from real-life encounters. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. Our call in line is 513-900-8070 and the website is witnesstalkradio.org. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app. Today's broadcast is brought to you by Answers in Genesis, an apologetics ministry that's dedicated to helping Christians defend their faith and proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. Visit witnesstalkradio.org slash AIG to see their latest resources. So, did you miss me? Probably not. But hopefully you missed Witness Radio, because it's back! And there are some major changes that have taken place. Now, if you listened to the AMA chat from a few weeks ago, you already know about this stuff. But for those that didn't watch it, shame on you! (laughs) Anyway, uh, we've got a new logo, a new website, new theme music, new intros and outros, the format's a little different, and starting next week, my lovely wife will be the co-host. Which, that should give the show a bit more of a natural sound and be a lot less scripted. I'm excited to start releasing episodes again because I want you to hear some of the great conversations I've had with people on the street as well as interviews with experts in biblical evangelism. In fact, for our first episode after being reborn, I've got the expert of all experts in how to share the gospel biblically, Ray Comfort. He's the founder and CEO of Living Waters. Ray's written over 80 books, including Fat Chance, Why Pigs Will Fly Before America Has an Atheist President. And he co-hosts the award-winning TV show, The Way of the Master with Kirk Cameron. Ray was the executive producer for 180, Evolution vs. God, and most recently, The Atheist Delusion. Ray, welcome back to Witness Radio. It's a real blessing to have you on the show again. Thank you, Ron. Now, let's start by discussing your latest book. How'd you come up with the name? I love bacon. That's why I wrote the book. No, it's called Fat Chance, and it's, the subtitle is Why Pigs Will Fly Before America Has an Atheist President. And it's got a picture of uh, Donald Trump, if you heard of him, and uh, Hillary Clinton in caricature form on the front of the White House behind them, and pigs flying over the top of the White House. And there is a fat chance of any atheist becoming president. I don't know if you know, but there's never been an American president who's an atheist. There's no atheists in Congress. Uh, if there were, and they came out of the closet, they'd be thrown out of the closet. Uh, nobody likes an atheist being in political office. Uh, in fact, it's still illegal in seven states for an, uh, an atheist to hold political office. And uh, polls tell us that most Americans trust an atheist as much as they trust a rapist. And there's a reason for this, and that's what we've touched on in the book. But the book was written uh, not just to address the subject, but to uh, show what's happening in America. Atheists in a concerted effort are suing Christians, only Christians, nobody else, across the country with frivolous lawsuits for misdemeanor crimes like having the Ten Commandments in a courtroom or praying in public or the police having stickers with a Bible verse on their car. And uh, I like what Richard Dawkins said back in 2009. He said, sometimes I'm in two minds about the demise of Christianity in our country. He said, Christians don't go around blowing people up or themselves up. He said, I'm wondering if Christianity was a bulwark or a uh, defense against something worse. That something worse is a reference to Islam, which is taking over his country or pockets in the United Kingdom where you can't even go into because Islam has taken them over, chased the police out. They take over politically 
not always with violence. They want to bring in Sharia law so they won't get into positions of authority in politics. Uh, they want to bring in Sharia law, cutting off the hand for theft, stoning for adultery, women being covered from head to toe, and the uh, killing of atheists, homosexuals, Jews, and Christians. And so that's their agenda, and, and uh, atheists in America are preparing the way for Islam by paralyzing Christians politically and threatening them with lawsuits if they even open their mouths up with anything to do with God. So it's a very important book, and it has the way of salvation in it, and it's a great and easy book to give to your neighbor. Yeah, I just finished reading the book, and one of the quotes has to deal with what you just said. You say, Atheists in America are playing John the Baptist to Islam by dismantling Christianity's influence in our nation. They are preparing the way and making every path straight. That is a profound and scary thought. Yeah, there are even places in America at the moment where Islam is a very strong influence. You know, I think there's a Michigan or some, some states like that. But I don't know if you realize, did you notice the book was written in a New Zealand accent? <laughs> no, I, I, I didn't catch that. Yeah, well, next time you look at a page, just realize that. I did it deliberately so people would enjoy it. But yeah, it's an easy book to give to your neighbor because it's a fun-looking book. Fat chance with the caricatures on the front. So I'm really pleased that um, Master Books picked it up and people can get it on... Uh, Amazon.com. Oh, wonderful. And we'll leave a link for that in the show notes for this episode. So let me ask, why are there no atheists in Congress? You kind of touched on it a little bit, but I mean, it, it kind of seems like they're being shunned. You know, we, we consider atheism to be a religion as Christians, but wouldn't that kind of go against what the Constitution's all about? Yeah, but no one trusts an atheist. Even the nuns that are this millennial generation don't want atheists to be in places of political office. They'd rather vote for a Christian because an atheist has no uh, firm morals. You know, if you say an atheist is wrong to commit adultery, you say, oh, I wouldn't do it, but I can't say that's completely wrong because I've got no moral absolutes. For an atheist, you can't say, he can't say, they shall not kill, they shall not steal, they shall not commit adultery, they shall not lie. It's not... It's not a, an absolute law. It's just whatever society says. And when you go down that, it's a slippery slope. It's like Nazi Germany said it's okay to kill Jews because they're non-humans. And, uh, and the law says that, and society says it, therefore it must be right. But as Christians, we know there are moral absolutes. God wrote his law in stone for a reason. That law is eternal, and it's never right to murder. It's never right to commit adultery, etc. So... You cannot trust an atheist in a position of political authority. Your friend may be an atheist, may be a really, really nice guy, but I wouldn't trust him in a political office because atheism has such a terrible track record. I don't know if you've ever heard the saying, um, religions cause more wars than anything in history. Have you heard that? Yes, I have. It's just not true. Um, in 2004, the, World, uh, the Encyclopedia of Wars was published, and they said there'd been uh, 1,763 wars up until that time in human history, 1,763. Only 8% were religious wars, and two-thirds of the 8% were in the name of Islam. So in other words, 92% of wars in history are even more political by nature, like the First World War, Second World War, Korean War, Vietnam War, nothing to do with religion. If we want to talk about atrocities and bloodshed in history... Um, just have to look at the track record of atheism. Stalin, an atheist with an atheist philosophy, a philosophy of atheistic communism, 
slaughtered 60 million people. Mayo, an atheist, slaughtered 40 million people under the name of atheistic communists. Um, Pol Pot, an atheist, slaughtered 1.7 million people. And Vladimir Lenin, an atheist, uh, with atheistic communism, slaughtered 5 million people. 110 million people murdered by atheists in the last 100 years. So they're more than calling the pot, uh, the kettle black, pot calling the kettle black. They need to look at their history and realize that's the reason they're not trusted in political office. Bernie Sanders was on television about three weeks ago saying, I'm not an atheist. But he knows if he is, and he lets it out, it's the end to his political career because no one can really trust an atheist. We'll be back with Ray Comfort in a moment. Keeping the faith, the faith in the family. This is Faith and Family Radio. Boys dressing like girls, girls dressing like boys. What does the Bible say about it? Would you say that God is your first love? How would you describe your relationship with God? Where do we get logic and reason from? The God that made us. What does the Bible have to say? When does life begin? You're listening to the Faith and Family Radio Show. With my mommy and daddy. FaithFamilyRadio.com you're listening to Witness Radio. So you also just recently released a movie that kind of goes along the same lines. It's called The Atheist Delusion. Why did you make that film? It was actually a mistake. I was at a local college, and I was doing a short film for one of my publishers, publicizing a book, and I asked an atheist a scientific question I'd never asked atheists before. And uh, a few minutes he had changed his mind about the existence of God. I thought, that's strange. So I went to a couple more universities and did the same thing. Same result. So we put it together in a documentary, a one-hour documentary, and it brought tears to our eyes. And we thought, this is the best thing we've ever produced. And uh, we couldn't blow our own trumpets and promote it as such. But we waited and made it available for downloads on a, on a website, atheistmovie.com, and thousands downloaded it. Uh, seven weeks before it goes public, and they're, they're telling us they're finding the same thing. It makes them weep. We've never produced anything as a, as moving as this. In the past, most things I've said to atheists go on like water off a duck's back. This, mo- this movie rips the feathers off the duck. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very powerful scientific question, and it, it, it's irrefutable. You cannot deny the existence of God. But this is, this is not a, uh, a magic bullet. Someone's not going to become an instant Christian because of this one question. All it does is that it challenges a reasonable atheist or reasonable agnostic or reasonable person. And it's not that common to find a reasonable committed atheist. It's not oxymoron. Atheists are unreasonable in the truest sense of the word. Anyone who believes nothing created everything, which is a scientific impossibility, is unreasonable. But if you get someone who's got a humble heart and they're open to reason, this will challenge them like nothing else. Hmm. Yeah, I've actually seen the movie, and I agree with all those reviews. The pictures, the imagery that is used in there is just so vibrant and brings glory to God throughout the movie That where you're asking the different questions and everything. It's, it's a no-brainer. It truly displays Psalm 14.1 that says, The fool says in his heart there is no God. Yeah, well, my editor, I've got two chief editors, and the one that did Evolution versus God first said when he finished editing that, he said, this will get them. But when he finished editing this one, the atheist illusion, he just went into worship, lifted his hands because it makes you want to go there at the end because it really glorifies God. And we're so excited. We, we're really thrilled that people have helped our ministry by 
paying 19.95 and getting free stuff and downloading the movie, seeing it uh, seven weeks early and helping our ministry financially so we can do more movies of this caliber. But we're very excited that it goes public in seven weeks and we, we're just um, praying that Christians will see the, the, uh, the, the possibility of reaching millions with the internet. Our, our, uh, our YouTube channel's got 39 million views and we're just blown away by that. If possible... Yeah, what we got, you're sitting in a dungeon, dictating. We've got the internet that can reach millions by, you know, pushing the send button. Share. So we want Christians to take this this link and share it with their friends and say, pass this on because it has the gospel. The gospel's the power of God for salvation. There's nothing like this. It's uniquely share it. And we'll see millions reached and pray that God causes life uh, to come to those that hear it. Amen. Why do you think there is such a revival, so to speak, of atheism? Why, why are so many people turning to atheism in these last days? Well, Richard Dawkins, the Pope of Atheism, is playing the Pied Piper and play, playing a tune that this generation loves to hear. It's given itself the gross darkness, hardcore pornography at the click of a mouse, and Christianity is a tremendous threat to it because atheism opens the golden door to delirious pleasures for the sinful heart. Pornography, fornication, adultery, blasphemy, homosexuality, whatever they want. There's no right or wrong if God doesn't exist. But we know that he does, and we're saying, look, if you want to live, you've got to listen to the gospel. It's like a man in a plane. He's watching a movie, really enjoying it. I mean, it's making him laugh. He's really happy. And you know, he can say he doesn't want to be disturbed. Nothing's more important. But if the captain says the plane's going to crash, the parachute put it on, Suddenly his priorities change. If he wants to live, he's got to forget his own happiness and put on that parachute and cling to it because his life's at stake. And we're saying, your life's at stake. God considers lust to be adultery and there's going to be a judgment day. So put on the Lord Jesus Christ and he'll change your heart and grant forgiveness of sins and give you the lasting life as a free gift. All we want is, is the eternal welfare of unsaved people. We don't want, we're not the enemy. We love them and we want to reach them with this glorious gospel. So... Some people would say that because you just made a book about atheists not getting into the White House, and then you've also made a movie about atheists being deluded, some people would say that you're picking on atheists. Why, Ray? Why are you picking on the atheists? I pick on anyone who's heading for hell, and I pick on them because I want them to turn around. And sometimes it it can... uh, it can sound offensive, but it's motivated by love. It's like a doctor who sees someone's dying of cancer and they don't know it. What's he going to do? He's going to point out the symptoms and show them how serious this is so that he can give them a cure. And what we do is point out the symptoms. God's told us to lift up our voice like a trumpet and show this people their transgressions, to open up those commandments as Jesus did and bring a knowledge of sin so they can see the need of the Savior, so they can find everlasting life. So... Our motivation is love. God knows that. The world doesn't know that. But once they come to Christ, they'll say, boy, this person loved me enough to tell me the truth. I know that you've done a lot of nice things for atheists in the past, buying 40 pizzas for 40 atheists, something like that, and doing all kinds of nice things with the atheists. What are some of the things that atheists have done in an attempt to dissuade you from sharing the gospel? <laughs> Boy, that's a, I've never been asked that question before. The worst thing that's ever been done, I would say, in uh, Chicago, an atheist businessman in his early 50s, 
created a meme saying, if God told me to, I'd rape my children without a hesitation if God told me to. And he put my photo with it, my name with it, and sent it all over the internet. So I am continually writing back to people saying, you should be arrested. I hate you, Ray Comfort. Stuff like that because of this meme that this guy put his own words in my face and my name with it. But being a Christian means you, you handle stuff like that. You've got to bless thou you and men, revile you and persecute you and say all manner of evil against you for my sake falsely. Great is your water in heaven. It says, be leap for joy. Remember once when someone was going to do something just horrible, kind of like that. I went to my office upstairs and I grabbed that verse and Luke, Luke 6, and I gave God thanks, and then I physically leapt for joy off the ground, because the Bible says to do that. It made me laugh, and I hit the ground, someone came to the door and said, someone's given the ministry $50,000 gift, and I thought, I wish I'd jumped higher. <laughs> um, <laughs> and God rewards you, and, and, and we are to rejoice when people do rotten things, because I can understand why the world does that. We're like the police. The police are hated. They kill them, a police officer, not because of who he is, but because of what he stands for. That's why police are being shot around the country. These people that shoot them, the badge they hate and what they stand for. And people hate righteousness. They, they hate God without cause, use his name as a cuss word. And if you're a Christian, the reproach of Christ can fall on you. But we're blessed if that happens to us. So, uh, so I'm very blessed when that sort of thing happens, even though I don't, don't like it. Amen. we very quickly running out of time. Uh, Let's go into the, uh, we'll say the lightning round of, of questions. What other projects are you working on right now? Writing a book called Banana Man. Um, behind the peel scenes, because I'm known as Banana Man by atheists. Literally millions of views of stuff, just silly stuff about me because of a little clip that was put on TV. I'm explaining what happened behind it and how the Banana Man mantle has got the access to Lawrence Krauss, Richard Dawkins, um, uh, Ken Gillette, top atheists who are befriended because of the silly banana man thing. So God works all things for good. He takes things that are humiliating and humiliation comes before exaltation. So it's a very interesting book and I'm excited to be writing it and enjoying it. We've seen four seasons so far of The Way of the Master television show, which is wonderful, award-winning, acclaimed television show, teaching people how to share the gospel with the lost. When is season five coming out? I know it's been, it's already been filmed. When is it coming out, Ray? The people want well, to know. Well, if you, if you find out, tell me. It's a very slow, slow process. Uh, you know, you think a, a, a half-hour episode, you don't realize sometimes it takes three months just to do one. So we've got a very small crew, and we've got uh, these other movies that crept in, like uh, The Atheist Illusion, and they kind of tie everybody up in the editing room. So it's a slow process, but we're slowly getting there and I'll be rejoicing today that that one comes out. Okay. Last question. And this is just kind of a fun question. Who are your major influencers? For example, if you were to put together a conference of the top five or your, your favorite speakers, preachers, who would they be? The only one I'd really, really like to hear would be Charles Spurgeon. Um, so, uh, yeah, Charles Spurgeon, and he's, he's being dead, yet he speaks, so he's kind of alive in that sense. I'm looking forward to meeting him. Okay, very cool. Well, Ray, thank you so much for being on the show today. Where can people go for more information about your ministry? Well, I'd just like them to go to uh, atheistmovie.com and download that new movie. That would be wonderful if they'd do that. They'd get to see it early, and that'd help us. And then get the book from uh, amazon.com. That will help my publishers 
who've gone out on a limb for me by publishing a book uh, like this. So okay, thank you so much for letting me be on. I really appreciate it. Oh, well, it, it is truly an honor to have you uh, on the show, right? Thank you so much. Thank you. You're listening to Radio. The children of Lima, Peru face many difficulties, hunger, neglect, abuse, and most importantly, a lack of the gospel. Heart of Christ Ministries seeks to bring the gospel and to fulfill the other needs of the children. Please consider partnering with us. You can sponsor a child for just $25 a month, and there are many other ways to help. Please visit hofcm.org. Imagine Jesus walking onto your local college campus. What would he say? Would he be like Matthew chapter 9, seeing the people harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd? And say, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. At Christian Collegiate Network, we are sending workers into the harvest. We are training students how to proclaim the glorious gospel. If you want to support our ministry at Christian Collegiate Network by becoming a campus leader or financially, go to changeyourcampus.com. Welcome back to the show. So now that Ray's gone, you probably want to know what I really thought about his new book and film, right? Well, to be honest, I loved them both. Fat Chance is a small, easy-to-read book that a person can get through in a few hours. I even got through it, and I'm not a big reader. This resource would best be used when trying to share the gospel with someone that's politically minded. Ray really shed some light into why politicians with no previous record of following God suddenly find religion when running for a political office. Now, the atheist delusion blew me away with all of the stunning imagery that was used to display God's marvelous design, and the questions that Ray asked in the film they're so simple, yet they leave the professing atheists scratching their heads. When my wife watched it, she immediately began talking about how awesome the film was and that we needed to share it with others. The Atheist Delusion is an amazing experience that compels you to worship God. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening to another episode of Witness Radio. Visit witnesstalkradio.org to read the show notes and let us know what you think of all the changes. Don't forget to join us on social media and share this episode with your friends. Now that the show is over, it's time for you to go. That is, to go into all the world and proclaim the gospel. May God bless you. This show has been a production of the Muniac family. Please pray for us as we continue to minister in the tri-state area and around the globe with Christ-centered programs.